today's show, we'll outline four factors to help find your ideal retirement withdrawal rate. That and more just ahead on Retire Fit with Nathan. Information vital to your retirement planning. I feel like this is my world. Retirement planning, financial planning. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. So when it comes to retirement, retirement is such a big deal. Nathan Fort of Vital Retirement Planners shows you how to become financially fit in your retirement. Your retirement. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I take safety more seriously than most financial advisors. Welcome, everybody, to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners, and you can check out his website at retireaustin.com. He's got over 16 years of experience and is a fiduciary. And happy Easter Sunday to you, Nathan. Well, happy Easter. Yes. It's great to be here, and these are some uh, important issues and topics we're going to talk about uh, you know, Teresa, one of the most common questions I get about retirement from folks is, uh, how much money am I going to need in retirement? Uh-huh. How am I doing? Is my nest egg big enough? Um, and, and speaking of, of Easter, we, we're going to talk about the, the biggest Easter egg, most important one, which is your nest egg. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is a ve- the answer to that question is, and, and I know some people don't like this answer, but truly the answer is different for everybody. Um, because wealth is subjective, income needs are different across the board from household to household. There's uh, different family dynamics that uh, could make a difference. But uh, here's just some tips. Uh, typically, pre-retirement income, uh, you should be shooting for about 80% of that. So just to use an easy round number, if you're used to living on about $100,000 a year, then you could be shooting for about $80,000 a year in income. Again, that's a rule of thumb. That's not a a rule set in stone that's going to work for everybody, but that's a good target. Uh Now, a higher budget could mean you may need a higher withdrawal rate. So when we talk about a withdrawal rate, just so I'm clear for all of our listeners today, that's the percentage of your portfolio that you're withdrawing on an annual basis. So there are some general rules of thumb that you want to keep an eye on, but but the idea is if if you're if you need more income, if you that means you're going to need a higher withdrawal rate. Now the risk that comes with a higher withdrawal rate is a higher risk of outliving your money. Um, so there's a couple ways to address that. You could reduce your expenses so you don't need a withdrawal rate that high. Uh, the other thing you could do and, and I like doing this, is look for financial products that are cash flow focused. So uh, we've talked a, a bit on the show about how important it is to focus on not how much money you have in retirement, but how much you can spend in retirement. Mm-hmm. So this is even more important than how much money you have. It, 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 it's kind of a different way of thinking. It takes a little bit of a paradigm shift, but what really matters is how much cash flow am I experiencing on a monthly basis? You know what the number one fear is retirees have. Running out of money. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And that is a cash flow fear. That's not a net worth fear. That's a cash flow fear. What people are really saying is, I'm afraid I won't have enough money to pay my expenses and to live the way I need to. That, that's a cash flow fear. So there are financial vehicles that you can plug into your retirement portfolio that uh, will give you more cash flow benefits than others, uh, a higher level of income. So Teresa, this is why it's so important for people to have an income plan. So you know, uh, number one, what expenses you're, or what what level of income you're shooting for, and then how efficient are we with the investments in the portfolio in trying to hit that income goal? Uh, and you really need to be working with an expert in this area to, to really feel like you've dialed it in and you're getting the very best uh, advice you can get. Uh, your rate of return makes a big difference on your withdrawal rate as well. So, for example, if, if you have a portfolio that's averaging, say, 10% per year, which would be very, very good, 
And uh, let's say you're withdrawing 4% per year. That means you're withdrawing less than, than the rate of growth, which means you should be expecting a, a net increase even after your withdrawals each year. Now, that sounds great. I know everybody would sign up for that. If, if you could guarantee a 10% rate of return every year and you're with, you, know, you could withdraw quite a bit. But but here's the challenge with that is if you're if you have a portfolio and you're chasing a 10% average rate of return, chances are good you may not want to take the risk that's going to come with that. So if if uh, if you're having to get a higher rate of return, you're going to have to take more risk, which basically means I mean that's good that's great in good years, as long as we have good years every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's bad in bad years. So it basically means you're going to earn more in good years, lose more in bad years. So then that leads to another very important question, which is how much risk should I take? And it, you know, we, we call this the retire fit show retire fit with Nathan, because, uh, I think there are a lot of great, uh, physical fitness metaphors that help us understand financial concepts. So here's a big, here's, here's a good one right here. Someone might ask, Hey, I want to get stronger. How much weight should I be lifting? Yeah. Well, obviously that's, that's not, everyone's going to have a different answer, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to, you're not going to have one answer. That's going to be correct for everybody. The real, the, the, the correct answer is the right amount, right? Well, 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 what's the right amount? Well, that depends on you, depends on your, your strength, your experience, what your, uh, what your history is, maybe you have some injuries we should know about, but trying to lift too much can be risky and it could result in injury. It's the same with taking on too much risk in a retirement portfolio. Uh, it may be a fast way to get some fast results, some, some, big results, but it could be too risky and it could result in injury. Well, what does injury look like in a retirement portfolio? Well, injury could be years of lost income. So you want to be careful you're not taking too much risk. And, and again, these are these are answers that come very easily once you have a comprehensive retirement plan, includes an income plan, so that you can dial in exactly how much risk uh, you can afford to take or you're comfortable taking. And then you can really narrow it down to your own withdrawal rate, what, what's right for you. And that could do a lot of things. For people who are not yet at retirement, that could help you identify how much money you're going to need to save, uh, how, how large the nest egg is going to need to be in order to get the, the income you're going to need at a particular withdrawal rate. I, and I know, Teresa, for some folks, some of this might sound complicated mm-hmm. and it may be if all you're, if all you're hearing are, are just the words, you put this to paper, you look at a, an actual income plan and my clients uh, over and over again are surprised at how simple this can be. And there, there's nothing more satisfying than seeing how simple you can make something that's so important to you. Uh, inflation's another concern. Right, Every, everyone knows about inflation. Uh, things are going to cost more. The gallon of milk, gallon of gas. Uh, here's an interesting statistic: in in 1989, if you think of what five hundred thousand dollars would buy in 1989, you would need in, in 2019, you would need a million dollars to buy what five hundred thousand dollars bought in 1989. Yeah, doubled. <laughs> doubled. Yeah. And that, that, that can be a scary thing. This is not, I mean, this is absolutely going to continue. So the question is, well, what is your plan to address inflation? What you don't want to have is a, 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 you know, a very large percentage or even all of your income fixed or level, not increasing. That could be a very dangerous spot to be in. So you need growth with the, with the right level of protection um, and again, inflation is a cash flow problem. It's not a net worth problem. This is a monthly income problem. And we can help you solve that. So our listeners out there, if you're concerned about inflation, um, I don't want you to misunderstand and think, well, I've got to take on all this risk and get all these and, and chase these higher returns to try to make up for that. Uh, no, it's really a cash flow problem. You may be able to accomplish the cash flow needs 
uh, and, and solve those cash flow problems with cash flow focused retirement investments uh, so that you can address this inflation problem that you have. And by the way, everyone has the problem. Everyone has the inflation problem. Um, another is longevity. Now, you might laugh at this. I had someone come to one of my seminars and, and tell me, Nathan, I'm afraid I might live too long. And I thought, I thought well, what do you mean? And at the end of the day, I, I mean, I mean, at this discussion, I realized that this they were expressing the same financial concern you, you mentioned earlier, which was the fear of running out of money. Mm-hmm. The, uh, basically, what she was saying is, I'm afraid I might live too long and outlive my assets or outlive my spending power. Again, this is a cash flow concern. What I want to do today, Teresa, for the next 10 callers uh, on our show, so for all the, our listeners who call in, uh, for the next 10 callers, we are going to offer a free retirement plan, which is going to include an income plan that addresses these concerns we just talk, talked about. It's about a $2,000 value, but we want to offer that for the next 10 callers. Yes. And that number to call, Nathan, it's 800-890-5008. 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 21000. And this is for retirees and pre-retirees, common sense planning and straight talk. Instead of a financial double talk and sales pitch, you might get somewhere else. You know, folks, you just need to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. And Nathan will translate that complex financial world and something that just makes sense. As he says, he'll take pen to paper and it'll just all make sense. It's an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. Again, for the next 10 callers, that number to call Nathan, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. All callers who call in will receive the comprehensive financial review that will show you where you are now But most importantly, the review is going to show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be. In short, folks, you have nothing to lose. Again, the number to call Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or you can also text Nathan to 21000. We got more show on the way. What's coming up next, Nathan? Well, letting our emotions get the best of us when planning and saving for retirement can have serious consequences. When we come back, we're going to break down a few of the deadliest financial and retirement planning sins. tuned to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Again, Nathan's got over 16 years of experience. He is a fiduciary. And folks, that's important to know because a fiduciary has got your best interest in mind, not some other corporation or different agency. It's your your, uh, situation. Definitely. Also, too, Nathan's married. He's got six kids, three years old to 16 years old, and you have a dog and 19 chickens. Now, I got to ask you, <laughs> do, do, did any of them lay any eggs for you today for Easter? <laughs> they they are very loyal. We, uh, we really like our chickens. Uh, our kids have learned that if, if we feed them, they feed us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, we get close to about a dozen a day. I'd say 10 oh, wow. to 12 eggs a day. So uh, we have enough to share with neighbors and uh, we've, our, our kids have learned some recipes that call for more eggs. So we're putting them to use, but yeah, <laughs> we, we got some fresh ones today. Maybe there'll be different colors by the end of the day. Hey, who knows? Who knows? You have enough for an Easter egg hunt. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's right. for sure. That's for sure. More, more than enough. Yep. Uh, well, we, uh, people are familiar with uh, these so-called deadly sins. You know, mm-hmm. We talked about the, the sins uh, of retirement the retirement planning sins and financial sins that that you really should avoid. And uh, and I will tell everybody, you can repent from these. I'm going to talk about this uh, a little bit later. But the first is pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking you can beat the market by picking individual stocks, uh, selectively uh, choosing investments with the intent to just do better than everybody. Now, I will say I've, I've met a lot of experts uh, the last several years. What I mean by that is the bull market we've experienced, which is a record-breaking bull market, has a lot of people feeling like experts and a lot of people feeling immune from market losses. 
So you got to be careful about this. Uh, now, remember, we, we talked in the last segment about taking too much risk uh, or taking a lot of risk basically means uh, things are better during good times, but they're also worse during bad times. So you got to be uh, aware of the downside to that. So beware of pride. The antidote to that is being humble. Uh, accept average returns. Look, look for low-cost index funds. Um, don't, don't shy away from playing it safe with a portion of your portfolio. The idea here, Teresa, is the closer you get to retirement, and, and I can't emphasize this uh, enough, but the closer you get to retirement, the less time you have to earn your money back. The less time you have to earn your money back before you need it, you need to depend on it. This is a, an incredible bull run. A lot of people right now have a, a great opportunity to sell pretty darn close to all-time market highs. So you may wanna take advantage of uh, the opportunity, take some chips off the table, be humble, uh, and, and be reasonable. Greed is another one. Uh, and I would call this having an overly aggressive asset allocation. The antidote here, moderation. Uh, you got to determine your asset allocation that you're comfortable with, maintain it through thick and thin by rebalancing periodically. And, and again, you want to have a good portion of that money that's in a safe place. Uh, lust, Right. So we've got pride, greed, uh -huh. lust, lust being addicted to financial hype. I see a lot of people with this addiction uh, thinking uh, you think about CNBC and Fox business. It's very entertaining. By the way, it's designed to be entertaining. It's designed to uh, get your blood pressure up, get your heart beating and get you excited. It might be entertaining, but uh, you got to be careful about how much lasting value it really has. And you got to know. Uh, sometimes it's better to just turn that stuff off, really. Turn off financial media, maybe delete some financial apps. I really believe, Teresa, mm -hmm. uh, that that could be a smart thing for a lot of retirees to do. Then uh, I won't it, see Jim Cramer going, bye-bye, sell, sell. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and he's a blast to mm -hmm. watch. A lot of people like him. He's exciting. And that's why he's there. Right, He's right. He's not there. That's, this is a great example. He's not there because he knows your financial plan. He knows your resources and your, your, your family dynamics and your goals and fears. He doesn't know any of that. He's just there to be exciting. You may learn some stuff. It's fun. Mm -hmm. But remember, none of these mass media outlets know you or your retirement situation. So be careful how much you're, you're letting them influence the decisions you make with your retirement plan. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, those decisions need to be made uh, with an expert who knows you. It's, it's kind of like getting uh, fitness advice or wellness advice uh, from someone on TV who knows absolutely nothing about you, your body type, your blood pressure, your experiences. Your, your, you, know, you, you need to have someone who knows you in order for you to be truly confident in whatever that plan is that's laid in front of you. Uh, envy is another one. This is a big one. Chasing performance. Uh, this, this sin is, uh, attractive. You know, a lot of people want to outperform so-and-so It could be a, a neighbor or maybe outperform their history, historical performance. Uh, so I'd say the antidote, stop comparing your investment performance to others. We talked about, uh, how the performance of the account uh, of your portfolio, your investments is going to be very directly correlated with the level of risk you're taking. Uh, so don't, if, if you're comparing performance, you really need to be also comparing the level of risk you're taking. And that's much harder for you to uh, distinguish. Am I taking the same level of risk as this person? Uh, it's almost like going to the gym, Teresa, and comparing the amount of weight you can lift to another person. Right. That doesn't do you any good. Right. Right. It does you no good at all. And you can feel bad that maybe you don't, you're not doing what so-and-so so was doing in the gym. What matters is, are you pushing yourself? Are you, are you taking the precautions you need to? And you have a fitness plan in place that's tailored to you. If you do, great, stick to it. Don't, don't let somebody else uh, there at the gym or wh whatever the club is or wh whatever you're doing uh, to get physically fit. Don't let that person persuade you to depart from your personalized retirement plan. 
Yeah, keeping up with the Joneses is not appropriate when it comes to this. It it it, it gets you into trouble right. more than it helps anybody. Uh, gluttony is another one. Uh, failing to save is what I would call being a gluttonous. Just kind of holding on to your money, not not letting it get deployed into long-term uh, financial vehicles that are going to really benefit in the long run. Uh, then we've got uh, impatience, mm -hmm. lacking investment stamina uh, can be uh, a problem. Antidote here, just uh, be patient, have a knowledge of financial history. Uh, and this is one thing I take, I take quite a bit of time with my clients to help them understand what exactly it is we're accomplishing. What, what's the purpose behind this plan? Where is it going to get us? What I found, Teresa, is people tend to be more impatient when they when they don't have a clear picture of where they're headed. It's almost like my kids. Uh, I've gone on road trips with my kids, and if anyone has gone on a road trip with a child, uh, <laughs> you you know what that's like. Right. When are we there? Are we there yet? When yep. are we going to be there? You know. And part of that is because it's hard for them to to really distinguish. Uh, the, the length of time it's going to take, or maybe where we're going, the distance we have to travel. They just don't really understand the entire picture. So it, it, it's just really hard for them to be patient. Well, that can be true uh, financially. If you're not clear on where you're headed and what the end goal is, then you might, you might detract from your plan just because you're impatient. You don't feel like you're getting there fast enough. And you can make some mistakes by doing that. Uh, I'd say uh, uh, being slothful, uh, again, kind of like uh, the, the gluttony, not contributing enough to your employer's 401k plan uh, or your IRAs or whatever retirement plans you have in place. And, and I'll, I'll say this to anybody out there who has a 401k plan. If you have an employer matching your contributions, that's the closest you're going to get to free money mm -hmm. in this world, I think. Uh, don't leave that money on the table. You need to be contributing at least enough to get all that your employer is going to match. They're adding that to your 401k, not theirs. It's going into your account. You get to invest it. Someday you get to spend it. This is your money. Um, and and it, you might have a question uh, regarding how much you should be contributing. Again, you can let your income plan answer that question. Uh, give you an example. I had a, a gentleman come in the other day. He said, uh, you know, I'm planning to retire in 10 years. Here's what I would love to live on uh, in terms of income on a monthly basis. And so we looked at what he had currently, and we were able to identify how much more he needed to accumulate uh, in order to accomplish that goal. And again, we, we focused on some of the income, cash flow focused vehicles. We had those in part of the plan. And, and now he knows how much he needs to save each month and he knows why. And he's able to be patient because he knows he's going to get there. Uh, now, one thing I want to do, uh, we had mentioned in the last segment that we have some opportunities for some of our listeners to come into my office and actually sit down with me and put together a retirement plan. Uh, we have room for eight more individuals. So for the next eight callers, Teresa, um, I want to give these folks an opportunity to come into my office. There is no charge for this. This is about a $2,000 value. You come into my office, we will sit down, get to know your situation, and actually put together a plan that's tailored to you, addressing your income needs, your investment goals, your tax situation, your family dynamics, all of that. So you have a tailored financial fitness plan. All right. And that number to call Nathan, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, 21,000. Today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow that you want. Folks, there's no cost or obligation to get a better handle on your financial situation. To find out what your investments are really costing you because of those high fees or commissions you're getting somewhere else, what future tax implications will be, and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. Pick up the phone right now and call Nathan. The phones are ringing, folks. 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. 
Nathan is an advisor you can trust with more than 16 years of experience and a fiduciary. And Nathan is there by your side, listening to your concerns and plans for your future. No cookie cutter approach here, folks. Let him put together a lifetime customizable retirement plan for you. Again, that number, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan to 21000. We've got another segment on the way next. What's coming up, Nathan? Everybody knows that no matter how carefully a project is planned, something may still go wrong. That's certainly true about retirement. So when we come back, we're going to talk about a few steps to help avoid some of the major pitfalls. Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. And also check out his website, retireaustin.com. He is a retired income certified professional and chartered advisor for senior living and has spent time training other advisors. And you also have state attorneys and CPAs on your staff as well. So you're, you're pretty well versed and well-rounded when it comes to your staff. Well, these are all critical areas in a retirement. Uh, th these are bases you don't want to leave uncovered. Mm -hmm. um, so we talked about some common pitfalls. I want to uh, mention a few things here. We're going to talk about 401ks, Medicare, Social Security. Uh, but let's talk about 401ks. Very, okay. Here's a very common mistake that I've seen. Uh, one of them is leaving an old 401k behind uh, with an old employer. Mm -hmm. There's almost never a good reason for doing that. Uh, and and that could be, again, there's a lot of reasons to not leave it there, but for most people, it's much better for you to roll that 401k out, uh, get access to investments that are going to be better tailored to your situation, your timeline. Uh, I think most of our listeners know that your investment options inside of a 401k are very limited. Those are going to be determined by the plan sponsor, and they may not be the best fit for you. They may not uh, offer access to features and benefits that you need most for your retirement plan. Uh, some folks may have a current 401k that they're contributing to and may not know that most employers will allow you to roll over your 401k before you retire. You might ask, well, why would you want to do something like that? Uh, again, to get access uh, to better investment vehicles that are not offered through the 401k plan. Uh, let me give you an example. I had a, uh, a client come in a couple weeks ago. He told me he's planning to work another six years and then he's going to retire. And then he said something that caught my attention. He said, you know what? I don't trust the 401. I don't trust my 401k with the stock market for the next six years. Okay. Uh, he, he did the math. He said, you know what? I think on average, the market uh, experiences a recession about every five years, I think is the average since 1945. And it's been almost, it's, it's been a long time since the last one. It's been about 13 years, 12, 13 years since the last one. He said, market's overdue for one. I don't trust all of my 401k money uh, with the market. So we were able to roll that 401k out and get him access to really attractive, safer investment options uh, than what was offered in the 401k. Some of that went towards uh, annuities uh, that offered income benefits. Remember, he said he was planning to work another six years and be done. So in six years, it's going to be Social Security and whatever income he can generate from his retirement assets. But let me give you a, an idea. With this $500,000 that he was able to roll out, we got that protected from market losses for the next six years. So the market could take a nosedive. It's not going to affect him. He's got income benefits. And if his account just performs very reasonably, he's looking at a close to $3,300 a month for life with raises. Uh, so, so for him, he thought, you know what, this is the pension that my employer isn't offering me. I could basically create a pension from my 401k. And I said, bingo, that's exactly the, what the purpose of the 401k is, is to do for you what the pension was supposed to do. Uh, so for him, we were able to use some annuity vehicles to do that. 
Now, I will caution everybody with annuities. There's lots of different types. You need to be working with an individual that, that specializes in this area. We do a lot of this because we do a lot of income planning. There are different types of annuities. You need to uh, have information about the carriers that offer them because all these are backed by the financial strength of the carriers, which is actually very attractive because they have some of the largest reserve requirements of any financial institution. Uh, most folks are trusting their houses and their health and their life and cars with insurance companies. And you can trust your retirement portfolio with them as well. Um, but you want to be make sure you're aware of any expenses or any other terms and conditions uh, that could make a difference for you. Uh, again, it, there's no cookie cutter approach here, Teresa, just mm -hmm. like you said, right. there's no cookie cutter income plan. There's no cookie cutter annuity, but just to give our listeners an example of what you could accomplish here. Uh, uh, this is a good example here. Now, uh, managing Medicare, uh, you don't want to make, uh, very common mistakes here. You want to avoid, uh, delayed benefits that could uh, uh, come with extra fees. If you wait too long to uh, apply for Medicare, you could end up paying some penalties for that. Uh, on average, you should only expect Medicare to cover about half of your health care expenses in retirement. Uh, and you need to apply for Medicare during the seven-month period around your 65th birthday. Now, uh, you'll want to do this whether you're employed and you're covered by your employer's insurance or not. So whether you have insurance at your employer or not, you still want to uh, apply for your Medicare. Now, you may not want to do the Part B or Part D, but it's still a smart thing to do. And another powerful tool that uh, people need to know they're, they're eligible for, they may be eligible for, is to utilize the benefits of health savings accounts. This could be a great way to cover deductibles and, and other expenses that are medically related. We're, we'll mention a little bit more of that uh, a little further down the, uh, in the show. Maximizing Social Security, common question. When do I file and how do I file? You know, there's, there's different ways you can claim benefits. You can claim them on your work record, spouse's work record, uh, some people have more options than others, depending on the year you were born. So again, no, no cookie cutters here. It's, uh, it needs to be tailored to your situation, but I will tell you, uh, Teresa, a lot of folks come into my office with the idea that social security is just so complicated. Mm -hmm. And one a reason for that is a lot of advisors have made it sound like it is. And, and if you think of all these claiming strategies and the different ages at which you can file, it, it can sound complicated, but I'll tell you, when you sit down and look at your financial picture, again, forgetting everybody else in the health club, using that metaphor again, we're just looking at you and we're looking at the claiming strategies that fit you, uh, you can simplify it very easily. There's a lot of all these fancy, uh, you know, creative strategies that may not be relevant to you. So you can forget all about those and simplify things uh, quite a bit. But the, that decision about claiming uh, Social Security and when to and all that, that needs to be made as part of your overall income plan. You don't want to make this decision in a vacuum because the, uh, the, the timing could be determined by uh, the rest of your retirement assets and the types of investments you're holding, maybe some guarantees that you have on your 401ks and IRAs, as far as income goes, that could determine the best time for you to file for social security benefits. Uh, you mentioned earlier, Teresa, that, uh, that we have a network of professionals, estate planning attorneys are mm -hmm. among those. Right. And this can help with the other uh, very important topic, which is transferring of wealth. Now, when some people think of transferring wealth, they're thinking of wealth going from them to their children. Mm -hmm. But this also includes wealth going from you to your spouse, to a surviving spouse. So uh, there are strategies that you can implement that could make this a lot more seamless and simple for your spouse. Again, no cookie cutter approach here either, but uh, you want to make sure that your retirement plans are designated correctly, your, your beneficiaries are designated correctly. There's some, uh, some nuances that have entered the picture that have changed how retirement plans pass to 
non-spouses. So if you have your, your IRA, for example, going to someone who is not a spouse, and that includes children, of course, grandchildren, uh, the rules have changed quite a bit. It used to be your beneficiaries could uh, stretch those uh, stretch that money and continue to defer the taxes owed on that money basically for the rest of their life. They could do that and take a minimum distribution every year and they can keep the bulk of that growing tax deferred. But now because of the SECURE Act that was passed recently, uh, non-spousal beneficiaries of an IRA can really be faced with a little bit of a tax nightmare because the IRS requires that all the taxes be paid on that money in 10 years. So you can't stretch it for life anymore. You can stretch uh, some of it for 10 years. So just knowing how all of those nuances work uh, is very, very important. Again, it may sound complicated, but for you, a lot of this may not be relevant. I mean, I just had an individual come in yesterday uh, no spouse, no children. So obviously there's a lot of conversation we're not going to have uh, some, some uh, items of a typical retirement plan that we're not going to need to include because uh, a different family dynamic. Uh, managing debt is a big deal. You know, how are your debts going to be paid if, if something were to happen to you, if you were to pass away, or how are your debts going to be paid if you don't pass away and you live a very long life? So you, you need to know how to answer both of those questions. Uh, consolidating accounts. You may have multiple retirement accounts, IRAs, 401ks. Uh, a lot of my clients have felt a lot of relief by simplifying their retirement plans. You can consolidate your 401ks with your IRAs. Uh, there really shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't have separate IRAs and 401ks unless there's a reason for it, unless there's a purpose for having these multiple accounts. Uh, so again, this is part of the retirement planning process is to simplify. I, I believe sometimes we make things worse for ourselves and, and more difficult by complicating things. Simplify, simplify. Uh, this is what I want to help you do. And for our listeners, it looks like we have room for about five more individuals. So for five more of our callers, Teresa, mm -hmm. uh, the next five callers, we're going to offer a free retirement plan. This is a session where we sit down together and we're going to create for you a tailored income plan, investment plan, tax plan, and you're going to feel so good about it because it's going to be all yours. Yes, and that number to call Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. The first step is to sit down with a financial advisor. And if something we're talking about resonates with you today, whether it's tax planning, Social Security, uh, maybe something to do with health care or just that overall big picture. Give Nathan a call right now, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, 21000. If you feel the need to just get that second opinion or you want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals, you want to give Nathan a call, get your finances in shape like a fitness trainer, Nathan will get your, your financial plan in shape and uh, take a second look if you're looking for a second opinion. Again, those phones are ringing, folks. I, I would get in right now. We've got one more segment coming up, but this is the time to do it. Give Nathan a call, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan to 21,000. Hour flies by. We've got one more segment. What is coming up? We've got some great questions from listeners. So coming up next, we'll answer those. And welcome back to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. It's the financial show where we get your finances in shape. Nathan likes to parallel, you know, finances to fitness. It, and, and they do have a lot of things in common, a lot of different similarities. And like you said, everybody is different. There's no cookie cutter approach when it comes to fitness or to finances because, you know, we're all coming from a different level. You might be a couch potato that's been sitting on the couch all winter, now it's spring. You want to get out there and get fit. Or you might be, you know, been training all winter and you're running 
you're ready to run that marathon. Well, let Nathan guide you through <laughs> your finances, right. you know, and, and I mean, you've have over 16 years of experience. You're a fiduciary. You do definitely care about what's best for your clients. Speaking of, we've got lots of listener questions. Are you ready? We're ready. Let's dive into it. All right. First one is Joseph from Austin. He says, it seems to me that taxes will be going up sooner than later, and I'm planning to retire in early 2022. What should I be doing now to ensure that higher taxes won't eat away at my portfolio? I've got about 220000 in an IRA, 75000 in a Roth, and a brokerage account. Well, I, I want to commend Joseph for th definitely thinking in the right direction because mm -hmm. I think he is definitely on point. Most people, most experts believe tax rates are going to be higher. If you just use math and logic, uh, that's just the conclusion anyone's going to come to. And the concern about that is if you have a lot of tax deferred money, you got to remember what that means. You're deferring the taxes in your IRAs and your 401ks until later when we all think tax rates are going to be higher. So uh, we're at pretty close to 90 year lows when it comes to the current tax rates. So there may be some uh, some money you want to pay taxes on now so you can avoid paying taxes later. So he mentioned, uh, Joseph mentioned he's got some money in a traditional IRA, about $220,000. Obviously, that's that's the account that's got the biggest target on its back because that's tax deferred, pre-tax money. I love that, uh, uh, Joseph, I like that you've got 75000 in a Roth. I think a Roth is a smart move to make. Now, uh, some some folks have heard me talk about converting traditional IRAs to a Roth. So there's some of that tax deferred money that you can convert to tax free money. Now, you're not going to avoid taxes altogether. And I say this, there's no painless way to deal with taxes. It's almost like, uh, Teresa, to use the fitness metaphor, if you really want to get in shape, there's, there's really no painless way to do it. There's going to be some cost to you. You're going to have to put in some sweat equity and discipline yourself. It's no different with retirement planning. Now, uh, just to give you some tips, remember, you can convert to an IRA even past the RMD age. Now, folks know that when you uh, when you hit 70 and a half, or for some of you out there, it's 72, you're required to start taking minimum distributions. You can continue to convert, make Roth conversions in your IRAs. Now, those are taxable. It's taxed as ordinary income. Uh, so you got to be careful how much uh, you're converting at once and make sure you get some, some good advice and some tips from your CPA or accountant. If you don't have one, we can... We can introduce you to one, uh, but you want to make sure you're aware of how much you're going to owe in taxes for a conversion um, and then the potential tax benefits further down the road by doing it. So what I would recommend to Joseph is I think you need to look into a Roth conversion plan that's tailored to your situation. Uh, also, remember, there's a five-year rule. We talked about this, I think, last week on our show that uh, when you convert money from a Roth, uh, from a traditional IRA to a Roth, you got to wait five years before you can access that money without getting yourself into a, a tax bind or uh, a penalty uh, with the IRS. So, Joseph, we'd love to talk to you. I recommend you call in. We really need to dig down a little deeper to get you an answer that's perfect for your situation. All righty. And our next question is from Diane and Leander. I've heard of fixed annuities, and I've heard you mention fixed indexed annuities. Are they essentially the same thing? I'm 63 and looking to retire in two years, and I'm wondering if either might be right for me. Again, very smart. Uh, now, and there's three overall categories of annuities, and any annuity virtually is going to be in one of these three categories. It's either fixed, fixed indexed, or it's a variable annuity. Uh, fixed annuities are, are different from fixed indexed annuities in that they earn a fixed interest rate. So you get a particular interest rate for a specific number of years. That's what you're going to earn. Some people think of these as a great alternative to CDs. So if you're kind of a CD shopper, you've got money that you're going to be um, parking for fairly short term, maybe two or three, four years. 
uh, you may want to take a look at fixed annuities and just make sure you understand them. But you'll get a guaranteed fixed interest rate for a specified number of years. Fixed indexed annuities are different in that the interest you earn is linked to the performance of a stock market index. That's why they call it an, an indexed annuity. It's uh, fixed in that you're not exposed to any market losses. So people really like that. So if the market takes a, a nosedive or has some negative performance, you're not directly invested in the market. So you don't experience those losses in your account. But you also have the potential for returns that are going to be more attractive than the fixed annuity. So I think of it as an opportunity to earn more than the fixed annuity without taking on uh, market risk. Now, there's lots of different flavors of fixed indexed annuities out there. Again, there's no cookie cutter fixed indexed annuities. Uh, some are designed to be more growth oriented. Some have uh, what I call extra toppings that come with it. That could be uh, bonuses or extra benefits, income benefits, enhanced death benefits. Some may have charges, some don't. So uh, again, you don't... You don't want to get a fixed indexed annuity from somebody who doesn't specialize in this area. You don't want to be the first person they sell one to. I'll put it that way. Uh, you, you want to make sure you're, you're working with an expert. Now, I've trained advisors from across the country on uh, fixed indexed annuities. I've sat on national advisory boards with uh, some of the top insurance companies in the nation. Uh, uh, talking about their product design and, and all that. Uh, I, I'm pretty well versed in this area and, and, and I'd, like, I'd like to sit down with Diane and anyone, any of our, our other listeners who are interested in keeping money safe and getting a decent rate of return to make sure you can understand if these are a good fit for you. Okay. And we'll be giving out that number shortly so they can all call in. And our next question is from George in Round Rock. I have to start taking my required minimum distributions this year, and I have three different IRAs. Should I take some money from each account or take it all from one? Very common question. Now, most people know that you don't have to take from each of your IRA accounts. The IRS will allow you to aggregate those accounts and take the total required minimum distribution from one account and leave the others untouched. So George, for you, uh, what I would do is sit down and look at your accounts, uh, make sure they match your goals and your objectives. If they don't, we may recommend some changes there, uh, but make sure that uh, there isn't an account or maybe two accounts that are gonna give you some more benefit by deferring withdrawals from those. If that's the case, then you wanna leave those ones untouched and maybe take the entire distribution amount from one of the accounts. Uh, I'll give you another example. Let's say you have a very risky IRA account that's uh, taking losses in the stock market and you have a very safe IRA account that isn't taking any losses. Well, if I had to choose which one to take a, a, a distribution from, I'd rather take it from the safe money and let that uh, bucket that just got hammered, uh, give it some time to cool off and earn some of that money back. So there could be a number of different reasons why you may want to leave an IRA alone and take the distribution from another. But ultimately, uh, we can determine that by putting together a retirement plan. Okay, great. Our last question from Kyle. And he is in Cedar Park. I'm 71 years old and on Medicare. I do not have a health savings account, but my wife is 63 years old and is not on Medicare, but she has an HSA where she contributes $3,600 per year. If she contributes $7,200 for the family, can I use that for my medical expenses? Well, uh, the IRS says yes. So uh, publication 969, your spouse can use her HSA money for herself, her spouse, any dependents claimed on her tax return, and any dependents she could have claimed on her tax return but didn't. Uh, so you have some opportunities here. And this is, this is something we do look into as part of the overall retirement plan is how is, how is our coverage going? Are we being efficient across the board? And are we not, uh, are, are, make sure we're not spending more than we need to and we're not missing out on any benefits. It looks like, Teresa, we have room for another two callers. Uh, so for the next two callers, I want to give them the opportunity to come down, come into my office, sit down with me, and we will tailor fit a retirement plan to your goals, your resources, 
your timeline, your family dynamic, and make sure you have a retirement plan that is going to uh, help you, like we, we've said in other calls, float out of the office. You need to float out of the office fearlessly with confidence looking ahead. This is about a $2,000 value, but we're going to uh, make this available for the next two callers. Okay, folks, that number to call, Nathan, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 21,000, just two spots left. It is for retirees and pre-retirees. Nathan is going to translate the complex financial world into something that just makes sense. Again, this is an excellent chance for you to get that true practical financial review. Again, two more spots. I do hear the phone ringing. It's ringing, Nathan. Um, give Nathan a call, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. This review is going to show you where you are now, but most importantly, it's going to give you a roadmap to get you where you need to be. Again, you've got nothing to lose. That number, one more time. 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan to 21000. It's been another fun and definitely interesting show, Nathan. I've learned so much, and I want to wish you and your family a happy Easter. And to all of our listeners out there, yes. happy Easter, and I'll look forward to helping you get financially fit. Hey, tune in next week to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. Investment advisory services offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management and Nathan Fort. Nathan Fort and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. By contacting Arbor Mutual Wealth Management, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.